A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Hi, everybody. My name is Natasha, and my name is Rob. And we have been commanded by His Royal Highness Prince Bertie the Frog to perform a story nori pantomime. It's a rather ghostly story, but it's a very nice one, all about the special spirit of Christmas. And so now, Rob and I will perform the first part of a Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, which has been adapted by Mike Betteridge of the Working Space Theatre Company. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember, Christ our Saviour was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power, when we had gone astray, O oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, O、oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Hello, and a merry Christmas to you all. This is a story that takes place more than a hundred and fifty years ago in Victorian times. It's all about a man who wasn't at all very nice. In fact, he was a bit of a miser. Ah, here's the man I'm talking about. It's Ebenezer Scrooge. I think I'll wish him a merry Christmas because he doesn't like that. Merry Christmas, Scrooge. Merry Christmas. Bah, humbug! What's Christmas but a time for paying bills with money you haven't got? A time for finding yourself a year older and not an hour richer. And I suppose you lot will be wanting presents at Christmas, won't you? Well, you won't be getting any from me. I work hard for my money, and I'm not about to waste it on useless presents that nobody really wants. I told you you wasn't very nice. Who said that?、Uh, all those people that think Christmas is wonderful. I'd like to stick a piece of holly up their nose and make them eat Christmas pudding until they burst. Merry Christmas, Uncle. Ah, Fred. You can take your merry Christmas and stick it. Ah ah, naughty naughty uncle! Remember, there are children present. All right, I shall ask you to leave nicely. Oh come on, uncle! I came here today to ask you to have dinner with us tomorrow on Christmas Day. Now this is a time when we should all be pleasant and kind and forgiving to one another. A time when you think of other people rather than yourself. And be happy, and sing, and laugh, and well, just realise how good it is to be alive. Finished. I think so. Good afternoon. Oh, but Uncle. Good afternoon. Will you come tomorrow? Bah, humbug. Well, I tried. If you change your mind, you shall still be welcome. Humbug. Oh, and Uncle. What? Have a merry Christmas <laughs> and a happy New Year. <laughs> Singing and laughing, indeed. What's the world coming to? Hmm. Right. Let's see how much money I've made today, shall we? One, two, three. Wait a minute.
What's this? Fourpence for candles and a shilling for coal? I'd better speak to my clerk, Bob Cratchit. Cratchit, come here at once. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Scrooge. What's all this money you've been wasting on candles and coal? Oh, well, uh, it's a bit gloomy in the corner where I work, sir, and I was just... Move think- closer to the window. Right. Yes, sir, Mr. Scrooge. And the coal? Well, it's a bit chilly, sir. I mean, there's two foot of snow on the ground now. Just put your coat on, man. Don't go wasting my money on these unnecessary luxuries. I shall deduct the one shilling and fourpence from your wages. Oh, but Mr. Scrooge, please, that I can't... That will be all, Cratchit. Right. Yes, sir, Mr. Scrooge. Oh, and Mr. Scrooge, is it still all right if I have tomorrow off, as it is Christmas Day? What? The oh. whole day? Well, if it's convenient, sir. No, it's not convenient, Cratchit. Not at all. I should deduct you a day's wages for it, if I wasn't so kind-hearted. Well, it's only once a year, sir. Oh, it's only once a year, sir. Good grief, man. Next thing you know, you'll be wanting Easter off as well. Very well. I suppose you must have it. Just make sure you're here earlier the next morning. Oh, thank you, sir. And a Merry Christmas to you. Humbug, I say. Humbug. noise I can't hear myself think. Glad tidings we bring to you and your... Enough, I said. King, we... Enough! We... we stop! Your... Now! Christmas and Happy New Year! Help! That'll teach them, singing their nasty carols. <clears throat> Is this Scrooge and Marley's? Yes. And do I have the pleasure of addressing Mr. Scrooge or Mr. Marley? Mr. Marley was my business partner. He died seven years ago this very night. What do you want? Well, Mr. Scrooge, I'm collecting money for all those poor people who have nothing, so we can at least give them a good Christmas. How much can I put you down for? Nothing. Ah, uh, do you mean to say you wish to make a donation but keep your name a secret? Since you ask me what I wish, sir, I wish to be left alone. I don't make merry at Christmas, and I certainly can't afford to make other people merry, particularly idle good-for-nothings who don't have a proper job. It's none of my business. Surely, Mr. Scrooge, it's the business of all of us to bring a little happiness into the world. Well, sir, since you consider it your business, you had better attend to it and allow me to attend to mine. Good afternoon. But, Mr. Scrooge, without our help, some of these people may not live to see another Christmas. Why should that worry me? If there are less people in the world, there is more of everything for me. But, Mr. Scrooge... That will be all, sir. Bringing a little happiness into the world, indeed. And on my money, if you please.
Right. Let's see what time it is, shall we? Ah, time to go home and make myself some lovely cheap porridge to eat. Then to bed for an early night and try to forget about all this awful Christmas nonsense. And that was the end of the first part of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, which has been adapted by Mike Betteridge. For now, from me, Natasha. Bye-bye.